Yo. What up, what up? This is pod 41. 41, baby. 40 Welcome. fun. 40 fun, more like, right? Yeah. Let's do it. We're always having a blast. Um, today is the deep dive on meditation. Mm-hmm. Highly requested. Namaste, right? Mm-hmm. Um... But we'll start off with a little check-in. How you been, Z? I've uh, been good. Um, not much has been going on. I've been going through my meal plan, which has been fun. A lot of great meals. Um, I went on the first hike of the season just recently. I went to Medfield. Actually, I guess, yeah, it was pretty much a hike. Um, it's pretty fun. So hopefully I can get a lot more down. Uh, 49 more to go. So, nice. yeah. Well, that's been pretty cool. What about yourself? What's been going on with you? Um, not much. I mean, we just did the pod on Wednesday, so not much has happened. Yeah, nothing you new. Forty nine more. I don't know if you've mentioned on pod that you're doing fit. You're trying to do fifty a year. Have you? Oh no, actually, I don't. I don't. Maybe a long time ago. I think we ago. just talked about that, but. If not, for you guys, I'm trying to do 50 hikes this year. Um, so, naturally, yesterday, I just went on one. I went to Medfield uh, Medfield State Hospital. Um, so, it used to be, <clears throat> like, in the 60s, it was a hospital with uh, 2,300 residents. Uh, and it was pretty much like a psychi- psychiatric ward where they would try to rehabilitate people and so they can go back to normal life but it's since been abandoned so you just have all of these medical buildings and open fields uh that are just abandoned so a lot of people i guess medfield has really uh has uh taken uh taken it to another level there and uh have really like added it to their culture which has been really cool uh so yeah, it was a lot of fun, but it's really creepy looking because it's abandoned. So like all the yeah, is it spooky? Yeah, so all of the all of the buildings are just boarded up, um, and there's still lights in there because I guess like Medfield full scent the creepiness of it. So they still have like little candle lights in the windows, and uh, it's really weird looking. I, I would recommend Medfield State Hospital to anybody who really wants to get outside and enjoy the weather. Um, and see some like creepy abandoned buildings. That's cool. I kind of want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'd say How far I would highly drive? recommend. Highly recommend. People had their dogs off leash just walking around. So it was really cool. Was it a long drive? Um, from me, actually, it's not that far from you. Because how far is Westwood from you? Not that far. Yeah, so it's the next... It's literally connected to Medfield. So it's from you, it'd probably be like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Weird. It'd be really cool. Might have to check that out. Yeah. Hope I don't see any, like, dead spirits or anything. It feels like it. I was telling Gabe, I went with him, I was like, yo, it feels like I'm walking inside of a ghost. So, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't seem Yeah, right. it's so weird. Uh, because there's so many buildings. It's like... It's literally a town. It looks like it could be a small university. 
So I was like, that's wild. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting though. It has all different trails attached hmm. to the land. So we went up by the, uh, there's a waterway, like the, um, yeah, one of a river that runs through the side of the, of Medfield of the hospital. Mm-hmm. So we went down through there, came back around and it's pretty cool. Nice. That's cool. That's a cool first hike. Yeah. Um, yeah i haven't been doing shit really i uh i'm continuing writing my Neuralink, my second Neuralink essay Mm -hmm. um that's going all right i should finish that like today um and then i just been trying to do my my fasting and my exercising Mm -hmm. program summer's coming still yeah, still sticking with my meditation streak. I think I'm on day 76. Mm-hmm. So, that's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. It's uh, hard fasting. Fasting, you said? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to eat at nighttime so bad. Yeah. When do you stop eating? Eight? Yeah, I'm doing eight right now. I feel like I need to switch to six. Why? Noon to six. Um, I don't know, just to be like... Do it harder. Mm. I feel that. I feel feel like I just try to cram. But, like, when I go to six, I always, like, cram in too much food. And then I'm, like, feeling sick afterwards. Mm. No, I definitely feel that. I feel like uh, it's definitely good, though. I've seen a lot of people talking about, like, especially professional athletes talking about at least intermittent fasting. How it really helps them. How they like haven't done any different to their training, but have added uh, muscle and lost fat by doing it. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. Check it. See how it goes. Um, yeah, but yeah, let's get into yeah, let's meditation. Get into um, I also want to hear right before. Yeah, this. I want to hear about you after how you've been how like you feel about the information that we would we're about to talk about and if you think that it uh it's it's uh had a, the same effect on you word yeah i'm down to get into that when we get to that, that discussion yeah, let's go Shit. word um so first off i'm gonna start out with a definition of meditation um because there are like a lot of different like Types. a lot of people can yeah and people can consider meditation like a lot of different types of things mm-hmm. like some people can consider it just like following your breath mm. some people can consider like just focusing on an object mm-hmm. uh so there's a lot of different ways but this is the a meta uh definition of meditation <clears throat> Meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Mm. Um, This is, I mean, that definition sort of can give you an idea of how meditation could play into like the flow state yeah too. i was about to say that it's literally like there's so many different uh it 
it there's a lot of uh overlap with the flow state mm-hmm um and also the the english word meditation stems from the from meditatum which is a latin term meaning to ponder which was interesting it is really interesting i find that it's so uh in preparation to speak on this yesterday i was speaking to someone and they were like yeah i'm really curious about how it overlaps with like religious beliefs and things like that which is also very interesting because it's all Mm -hmm. very similar type of thing i couldn't agree more right yeah um so i'm going to talk about a little bit of the origin of meditation um so archaeologists have dated meditation like as far as back as 5000 bce um but also have like uh found some stuff in 1500 bce so it's been hard to uh for them to like find out where it or like pinpoint exactly where it started because they think that a lot of the knowledge was passed down like orally or verbally um and some of like the hieroglyphs and ancient texts that archaeologists like try to decipher are hard to decipher um but meditation has like religious ties in egypt and china um and like th- it's tied to Judaism, Hinduism, Jainism, uh, Sikhism, and of course Buddhism. Buddhism is like the main one. Um, <clears throat> but it is believed that really early hunter gatherers and shamans practice forms of meditation and pass their knowledge down verbally. So it's interesting to hear like hunter gatherers meditating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking about that idea like people meditating and throwing spears at animals mm. um, so meditation in Buddhism um, according to the teachings of the Buddha meditative concentration is one of the three trainings that when practiced together result in an awakening or enlightenment the other two are proper ethical conduct and the wisdom of seeing things as they truly are this was really cool uh, that it's like one of the three pillars of Buddhism. Mm. Um, it's definitely a like an essential part of Buddhism. Uh, sort of sounds like some of my other programs stuff too. Mm. Just like being ethically good and like seeing things as they truly are could be seeing like, you know, seeing what's like in your control and what's not stuff like that um no it's really cool it's really cool and i'm going to talk a little bit about the spread of meditation um so it originated like within buddhism um but like throughout the years it's spread like geographically and also has spread culturally cultural culturally is that a word <laughs> culturally yeah oh uh, yeah you got it <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you, I'm uh, with you. <laughs> like more recently uh just with culture mm-hmm. um but in the seventh century 
the Japanese monk Dosho traveled to China where he studied Buddhism under the great master Swan Tsang. Right? Yeah, Swan Tsang. Swan, yeah. Upon returning to Japan, he opened a meditation hall and started teaching a form of sitting meditation that became known as Zazen. This has given rise to generations of Japanese monks and nuns whose primary practice is sitting meditation. So it sort of spread to Japan from this guy, uh, Dosho, um, and like his own take of meditation that he learned in China and spread it to Japan. Um, it was spread to the West uh, more as a result of colonialism. And then, more recently, meditation began to be seriously studied for its medical benefits in the 1960s, when a researcher in India named B.K. Anand found that yogis can meditate themselves into trances so deep that they didn't react when hot test tubes were pressed against their arms. So that's like a Hmm. crazy example. Yeah, that's like an extreme example. (laughs) That's sort of like when monks, you know how monks do their meditation and then they'll like just get hit in the balls, like are kicked in the balls and they like are unfazed. Yeah, that sounds crazy. That's a I don't care what type of meditation I'm doing. I'm not taking part in that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's probably, I think... You need to be meditating daily for at least 10 years to be able to do that type of stuff. Um, I don't believe it. I'm skeptical but it's, of it. But it's hey. inter- Well, I mean, there's like videos of people like just being unfazed by stuff like that. Getting hit like with hard objects really hard. And uh, even like sit. Well, I don't know about sitting on nails. That might be some different shit, but. I just think it's definitely why? interesting, like the extent to do that? that people try to test their meditation stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but people do it. Monks do it, <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. All right. Um. Yeah. So, like Mike said, like, uh, it meditation just recently started to be studied for medical benefits um as recently as the 60s um and has recently gained a lot more steam by researchers and the public i think that we're just at a point where both uh the public and scientists just really are are looking for the medical benefits of um of meditation. So, um, yeah, like most recently, one of the most influential figures, uh, for mindfulness and meditation today is, um, Dr. John Kabat-Zinn, who founded the center of mindfulness at the university of Massachusetts medical school in 1979. Um, he created a program called mindfulness based stress reduction, and it's been instrumental in bringing, uh, the benefits of mindfulness practice without any religious overtones. So for the longest, it was in throughout history, it was so closely 
relegated to religion that it was tough for science to even begin research into the study. But thanks to Dr. Kabat-Zinn, uh, he's brought a lot more public attention uh, and scientific attention um, to meditation. Yeah, it's cool that it's like lost its um, stigma as being like religious. Yeah, because it's uh, Cause it's just a practice, mm-hmm. pretty much, mm-hmm. and it can benefit anyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, go on. Yeah, it's consistently been growing past uh, Dr. Kabat-Zinn from 1979. He was the few at the time studying meditation. Uh, it went from one in the period from 1995 to 1997 to 11 from 2004 to 2006 to 216 from 2013 to 2015. So you can just see the progression of more scientific studies going into uh, into the research of meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. One of my the more recent uh, studies that I really enjoyed was uh, the study by Benson and Henry, uh, the Benson and Henry Institute for Mind Body Medicine at Mass General Hospital. Uh, what they did is they set up a store, uh, set up a study over an eight week period where participants were asked to meditate for a 15 minute period daily to see if the meditation had any effect on gene expression. Um, and what was found was at the end of the study, there were major changes in the expression of 172 genes that regulated inflammation, circadian rhythms, and glucose metabolism, which which the which by extension had a notable decrease in the patient's blood pressure, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, wow. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So I think it makes perfect sense just because taking that 15 minutes in such a fast paced world is necessary, I think, but it does have its limitations. This study, um, it had it in the scientific community, you need mountains of evidence to just even begin people to other scientists to believe that something is true. So it's still not enough. Um, they must they have to do a lot more. Uh, specifically, the Benson and Henry study was really small and uh, lacked a control group. Uh, but it was still really important, uh, like decoupling, uh, like the the religious aspect of meditation and modern medicine's dependency on medication and surgeries. Uh, it, it at least shed light that maybe instead of giving people uh, anti-inflammation drugs or uh, or injections to control glucose metabolism, that we may be able to have them meditate, which was, I think, is really important. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Just write a prescription for meditation. Yeah, or have somewhere in the hospital where it's like, all right, well, you guys have, you guys would probably benefit from meditation. So how about we start you on 15 minutes a day, just clearing your head and meditating Mm -hmm. before we gave you 
medication. Um, right. Yeah. It's it's sad. Hopefully, something like I want that something like this to be able to like propagate. But the problem is, is that's not you you the U.S.'s medication system. Like they want to make money mm-hmm. off of you, so they would rather prescribe you those drugs and then give you a surgery. Um, right. But like I said, and Mike has alluded to too, research into meditation is only in its infancy. Um, and it's definitely not as established as other forms of medicine. So that's why right now, more likely than not, that a doctor would prescribe you true medicine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at penicillin, uh, which was found in the 1920s, has had 100 years of development. So it's much more likely that a doctor would prescribe someone penicillin than meditation, which has only been done, like had small research in the 60s and then very little in the 90s and is only today getting true exposure. Um, But meditation could act as a really important uh, tool, a third tool to rehabilitate people instead of medication and surgery. Um, one of the people who did the study, the Benson, Henry Benson from uh, from the study I last spoke of, he had a really cool quote that was, breaking the train of everyday thought has a medical application that has to be integrated with our marvelous drugs and surgeries. So he, Benson believes, and as do I, that it could be added as a third prong to to how our uh, medical field works today. Hmm. That's awesome. I didn't really even think of this. I thought there was sort of only mental health like benefits. I didn't know there was uh like physical. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. That's really cool. Yeah. So this led me to like ask the question: If America really needs meditation, looking at younger generations and the state of America. And it brought me to the American uh, Psychological Association, the APA. Um, As of 2017, they declared the nation reached a high point uh, by their, their, their stress quotient. So the APA's quote unquote stress in America survey found that nearly two thirds of Americans are stressed out over the nation's future, and more than half are distressed by the divisiveness that dominates our public life. So the majority of people in the U.S. are stressed. You know what I mean? So uh, it's interesting that meditation probably could fit uh, really candidly with uh, trying to, like, lower people's blood pressures, you know? Yeah, I mean... I don't know when this was, like, taken, too, but I'm sure that number's, like, a lot higher with coronavirus now. Yeah, this was in 2017, so by now, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Around the same time that this study was done, uh, the American College of Cardiology and the American Heart Association expanded the definition of high blood pressure, raising the number of people considered hypertensive from 72 million to 103 million which is nearly half of all American adults. Damn. So generally it's uh majority is being because of work 
or money. Uh, but for the first time through this study being done, the APA found that the highest quotient was due to uh, the nation's future. So I thought that was pretty interesting how like the majority of our of us are stressed. And if we were to go to, if we were to have high blood pressure and went to a doctor's office, the first thing they would give us would be a drug. You know what I mean? Where right. in some small studies, they found that meditation has done just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, like I said, with uh, the American College of Cardiology and the American Heart Association, expanding their definition actually had a little bit of pushback. So many people actually disagreed with um, the steps they took to expand the definition of high blood pressure, uh, believing that it would further feed into overdiagnosis, uh, which I don't necessarily agree with. I believe that it's like actually further perpetuating the importance of alternative forms of care. So like, it's not always, mm -hmm. we don't always have to do surgeries and medicines. I think that over the past hundred, hundred, 150 years that we've gotten really, uh, we've just gotten really into over medicating people. And maybe sometimes the old ways are just as good. Um, it seems a little mm -hmm. beyond scientific and more logical that 15 minutes of clear mind would be able to help people uh, calm down in such a fast-paced world. Mm -hmm. so that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. It's also weird that half of Americans have high blood pressure now or are hypertensive. Yeah. And, and what's wild is that it was only like... Yes, it's 30, it, it added 30 million people to the, what they would des describe as hypertensive, but still 72 million, that's, that's still a lot. That's a third, a little over a mm -hmm. third of uh, the American people were, had high blood pressure and were hypertensive. So I think there has to be a little bit to say that meditation could be useful for them. Definitely, because it's also, you also can consider, like, a lot of heart or uh, blood pressure medications probably have side effects. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, like, dehydration is a big one, because mm -hmm. I think uh, those types of medications sort of act on that system. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's like a free alternative without any side effects mm. but yeah like you said um people are gonna want to sell their medicine and make yeah. a profit off of medicine so mm -hmm. it's tough yeah which hopefully in the future it gets a little bit uh it has a little bit of a change instead of us always prescribing medicine or a surgery we could prescribe like uh Prescribe meditation to people. I think it's a good addition, not always relying it's on almost the, the like, big two. It can almost even be like a, more like a maybe a physical therapy sort of mm. um, method. You know, like instead of like going to a hospital, 
you could just go to like a meditation therapy center mm -hmm. where you just like have an appointment for 15 minutes mm. and uh meditate for 15 minutes or have like a person guide you through a meditation mm. yeah that'd be interesting yeah. lots of possibilities it's mm. cool that um some people are recognizing it and looking into the physical benefits mm. that it has and not only the mental health benefits so um i 100 percent agree and i wanted to just get into one of our um like our discussion question which was like before i get into it actually i want to preface it by saying like knowing this information and where the world is now um and that today we've talked on pod about it how children are as stressed or as depressed as they've ever been and have been riddled with mental health issues would have a lot to do with the state of the internet and social media and how fast paced it is. And it's difficult to just have time to yourself to just think or to relax. So, uh, especially with younger generations, because even today with the way that social media is structured, it's trying to capture you and keep you on the site. Mm -hmm. So we brought up the question, like, should be should meditation be practiced in schools or taught to children at a younger age? And how like I think the, so. those listening and how we feel about that. Um, yeah. But Mike, um, you can you, you can I'll, start with it. Like your opinion on it. Um, I'll also post this on the Instagram. I think I might, I think it'd be an interesting question to get some feedback on. Mm. Um, because yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, because go ahead. I do want to, I, we talked about this off pod, but I thought it was interesting how I was watching a video yesterday about someone who was talking to and, uh, their parent and they're like, yeah, like maybe you should look into, like your mental health or figuring out how you, uh, uh, just how you operate. And the parents like, why would I do that? Like, look at me. Like, uh, is it, I have trouble waking up in the morning and I just feel like the world is like crushing me. And that sometimes I'll miss meals because I'm not worth it. And I feel like the sun is just always set. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, like, does that sound like I'm depressed? And the son's like, yeah. And before he could like get it out, he's like, absolutely not. That just means I'm not working hard enough or something like that. And it's just like, well, maybe if we taught more about mental health or taught our children more about the things that, uh, that are going to be ailing them in the future, it may be helpful. I just wanted to mm. like put that out too. Yeah. That's a, a funny little story, but it's also like sort of rings true. Yeah. Um, yeah. With like sort of the like the stigma of like people just saying like oh rub some dirt on it and shit like that mm. and like I don't know I feel like working smarter not harder is like a huge thing and just being aware of like. I don't know. If you're having a tough time, you should be like try to f 
find the root of that and address it rather than just being like, oh, well, I'm just not working hard enough. Yeah. Because you, know? you have a lot easier time and like do a lot more like and do better things. But um, yeah, I think I should be taught in schools. Um, it wouldn't like take much time, really. No. It would just like... Uh, you could start. It's it's better to start off young because, I mean, they'll just be so much better at it. Like you think of like, I didn't start meditating till, uh, I mean, I might have done it like when I was sixteen, maybe mm. like a couple times, but I'm not doing it like how I'm doing it mm. now up until this year, and um, I can't imagine like how. It definitely would have been helpful if I started doing it at a younger age. Yeah, how much faster um, could you get into like an actual meditative state if you started it right. at a younger age? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would have um, given me better abilities to like process things mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. Because like... When I was younger, I didn't know what was going on. Mm. I mean, I still don't know what's going on, really. Yeah. But <laughs> I had even less of an idea of what's going on when I was younger. And I feel like meditation would have given me some perspective on things that I was sort of um, not aware of. Mm. But um, what do you think about? I think absolutely. One of the, I think one of the the best courses that I took was my junior year of high school where they just had a class that was based on meditation. And I, it's, it's interesting because I don't know about other schools if they were to do it, but our high school is really progressive that way. And I think that most schools should have something like that. Because um, we had to because to a lesser degree like a nap time that was what most people had at all times through elementary but it's just something that's lost in adulthood because it's like oh well you need to increase your projection but it's like well meditation would probably help with your production and help with your mental health and a lot of physical like physical attributes like your stress and your blood pressure um so I just think it's really useful. I, I I think that it would be really good to to keep it in um the school system or to add it to the school mm-hmm. system to most other schools. What class were you talking about or what class is that? I forget the name of it. Um but it was literally like uh I I, I can't even think of another name other than meditation. Like it was like meditation, hmm. which was great. I I like I, that. and I remember loving the class because we just took out our mats, yeah. laid down and had our teacher run us through like, uh, uh, like different scenarios. Like you guys are on a beach, the sands in your ears and you mm-hmm. have like X, Y, and Z going on. And, like, we would change positions and, like, clear our minds, which I thought was really cool. Really relaxing. 
really relaxing. Hopefully, yeah, it's a course it's cool. that's still going on right now, but I thought it was really important. It's harder now, especially too, in a stressful like, situation. I mean, yeah, it's harder now because like, um, with everything on Zoom. I guess it's kind of more difficult to do guided meditations. I know there are meditation meetings going on though on like through zoom. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's probably, I don't know. I guess it could be easier cause you're, you can like sort of control the environment that you're in. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Everything's changing, but a lot, yeah. a lot. Like we're, um, we're living in a more, it's going to just keep getting more and more fast paced. And I think it's going to have a lot more detriment on the younger generations and we're not going to go back. Like mm -hmm. it's just the way that things are now, we're not going to go back to what we were at before. We, that's just not happening. We opened up a box that's just not going to close. Mm -hmm. So I think we better, it's better to teach the next generation how it's going to be. Or how right. different it's going to be. At least meditation will last. You know what I mean? Right. We can provide them with like a useful tool that will help yeah. them. Yeah. Because we don't know what it's going to look physically. like. But we know that it's it's been used for, what, like thousands of years at this point? Yep. Yeah. Lots of thousands of years. Yeah, so. Um... What do you think would be, like, the best way to teach it in schools? I was sort of thinking, like, maybe one break in between, like, one session. Yeah. You know, one class session. Like, maybe either towards the end of the day or the beginning. I like to – maybe 15 minutes at the beginning of the day. Like, before yeah. they even start classes. They just do a 15-minute meditation together. I think that yeah. would be cool. I think it, yeah, I think it would have a lot of benefit. A lot yeah, of benefit. I feel like it would help kids like get in the zone, like, all right, I'm at school, like, time to focus, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it would have a lot of benefit. Any other, do you think beginning of the day is best? Yeah, I think so. And I think uh, it would do a lot for like relaxation and getting everybody on the same page. Like it, like as like a, um, what was it? Like a homeroom. Mm -hmm. Like that type yeah, of yeah. thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. In a homeroom. Um, I have one more question. Do you have any other input on this question? No, I feel pretty good about it. What was it? Um, so I was just thinking about Neuralink also <laughs> yeah while we're thinking about this yeah um do you think if if you were to have like a fully functioning neuralink in your brain do you think you'd even be able to meditate i think that in the in in the late so when you say that you're talking about like what the full potential of like, a neuralink yeah, like AI integrated. Yeah, so like, by that point, hopefully it still has some of the functionality that was originally designed into it. Because right now it's designed to come out. You could turn it off or take it out. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So right. uh, by that point, I think that it would be even more beneficial for a generation with a device like that to meditate because right if we're talking about these things where how really it's it's just a fact that living in a data-based world with these devices on that are an extension of ourselves so we're not even fully like cyborgs we're already having this issue and for someone Mm -hmm. who was to have something like that I think it would be probably much worse than it is now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would hope that if it kept this functionality, I would say yes, that you would be able to. But if not, then I don't think so. Yeah. You would like, you think you would have to turn it off though, right? Yeah. I don't think you'd be able to with it on. Yeah. That makes sense. That's just a hypothesis, because maybe, maybe not. Like, it's just so right. Because we don't, we don't know how it's gonna work, or like, we don't even know if it's gonna come to fruition. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. Like, just if you're like totally hooked into artificial intelligence and you're trying to like clear your mind, yeah, you know, just think about your breathing. That's got to be tough. Mm -hmm. That's why it would be worse. Yeah. Right. (laughs) <laughs> like I wonder if Neuralink is gonna cause like higher blood pressure in people. I could see that. I would definitely see that. I could definitely see that. I think that it would be Yeah, I think that would be there's gonna be downsides to 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 having more potential to learn or more potential mm-hmm. for information. There's gonna be like I, I think about like end game Neuralink too. Like, what if everyone has them and like mm-hmm. they're putting them in babies and babies don't even have to like learn how to speak really mm. or like do they? I don't know. Like that's but that point by that point I think we'll be old. We'll be old by that point when that. Becomes oh yeah. A I mean, I don't even know if we see it. We'll see it. Yeah, because be that that's that's gonna, that's like, like that's later stage. Mm-hmm. And there has to be like a major scientific breakthrough for yeah. that to happen. So we don't know what the way that yeah, we're we're definitely gonna live through some interesting things. Take I think technology's gonna move a lot faster over the next mm-hmm. thirty years, faster than we even thought possible. Um yeah. that's just how it works. It took like thirteen hundred years and we were still riding in uh carriages horse and carriages and then in a hundred years now we have rockets landing on the surface mm-hmm. of the earth so it's like it's just gonna go faster so we'll see it's hard to predict when exactly because it moves faster every 10 years so but i think right. we'll yeah. we'll get to that point quickly mm-hmm. maybe quicker than we think Word. But uh, meditation, I think, will be there. I think meditation will be a useful tool, especially for the next generation. Yeah, I hope it starts becoming more widely practiced. Yeah, me too. It's already and being like, more in- widely accepted, so hopefully it just stays on this trend. Mm-hmm. 
All right, word. Yeah. Um, you have anything else you want to add? Um, no. If you, I just want to say, if you have it, I think I could also benefit benefit from it. But if you are somebody who is very stressed about one of those three things we said before: money, work, or the state of the nation, and those are things that are, might be affecting you. I think that meditation, maybe fifteen minutes a day, could help. Um, and maybe look to meditation before you look to medication. That's it. Oh shit! <laughs> That's got to be our title. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. And um, what was I gonna say? Shit, I was gonna say something good too, but you just blew it out of the park <laughs> with that rhyme. Yeah, that was weird too. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> just happened. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> whatever um with that uh we're gonna post some questions on the instagram probably because we want to hear your feedback mm-hmm. on the episode and also your takes on meditation mm-hmm. um oh i remember what the thing i was gonna say right. uh even i mean 15 minutes can definitely be daunting at first because mm-hmm. if for some for someone who's never meditated <laughs> like just sitting in silence is kind of for 15 minutes can be daunting or somebody with a like short attention span oh my gosh right yeah that could be tough that's why it's tough for me my attention span is trash it would help my attention span but you just gotta start smaller you know like even even a minute or like two minutes five minutes would help work work your way up it's just it's like people describe it as like a muscle it's the same thing you gotta Mm -hmm. start off like with low weight or low whatever time and work your way up um but yeah i'll post the questions on instagram um we'll be also thinking of like new topics for the next few deep dives and we'll post polls for those um so yeah follow us on instagram at dtms underscore podcast um thanks for listening episode 41 yeah thanks for listening Mm -hmm. peace peace